Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hour number three to get right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What to do? Larry D. Flores holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On stage. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckwreck.com text line. 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Week 5 NFL bold predictions, including a huge one between the Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Atatula. If you want to get at us on Twitter, appreciate you joining us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. While you are there, coming up in 17 minutes, David Hellman of Fox Sports going to be joining us here for a huge weekend of NFL action, and I get to talk all the trash uh, to David Hellman as my Missouri Tigers take on his LSU Tigers in Columbia, Missouri, and Brian Kelly making bad dad jokes. We'll get to that with David Hellman uh, in 17 minutes. I don't even know what that references or refers to, but it sounds you'll hear, right. You'll hear the audio here oh, okay, in a fantastic. little while. Yeah, yeah. Brian Kelly trying to make it funny. Didn't work out, but you'll hear it. Um, but it's a big weekend of NFL action. Uh, speaking of which, come hang out with Reg and myself on Sunday evening at Old 75 Beer Garden, mm. just off 75 in Richardson. For get you the, a nice cheap Miller Lite. That's right. The official watch party as we watch together with the Tolos and Cowboys Nation, your Dallas Cowboys take on the San Francisco 49ers. Come meet Reg and myself at Old 75 Beer Garden on Sunday evening. I think there's going to be some giveaways, too. That's right. Yeah, looking forward to some giveaways there as well. I've so. heard the nachos are high level. So, oh, word? Yeah, so all these things okay. are, I think, are plenty of incentive on top of just seeing us okay. and talking with us. Um, so, yeah, make sure you show up. Mm-hmm. That uh, is going to cap off a massive weekend here on 105 through the fan just to give you a little bit quick note on that you will hear from will chambers and alec medford beginning tomorrow morning at 9 a.m and then that will lead right into pregame with jared sandler beginning at 11 30 as he gets you ready for the rangers taking on the baltimore orioles in game one of the american league division series you will also be able to listen to alabama taking on Texas A&M right here on 105 through the fan. You'll join the game in progress. Yeah, after. I was like, hold on. Yeah. Because baseball is more important. Mm-hmm. It takes preeminence. Yeah, you'll hear that in progress after the You'll hear the Rangers. end of that when A&M beats Alabama. I'm sure Kevin Halen feels that way. And then on Sunday morning, myself, yours truly, and Will Chambers will have the Specs Tailgate Show from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then the Cowboys pre-pregame show with Eric Chiafalo and Brian Broaddus in the official Dallas Cowboys pregame show begins at 4 o'clock 
with Eric Chiafalo and Brian Broaddus. Coverage going all the way till 1 a.m. Monday morning <laughs> here on 105 Through the Fan. And don't forget, Game 2 of the American League Division Series on our sister station, 1080 KRLD, beginning at 3 o'clock. So a massive weekend on your Turn It On, Leave It On station. Bold predictions, though, going into Week 5 of the National Football League. Shout out to CBS Sports and NFL.com. Uh, for helping us out on this latest piece of content here. Oh, okay. You was going to throw it over to me. I thought you had it. All pass right. it on to you, you. Pass it on right on over uh-huh, to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, all right. Um. Well, then I will just, I'll pick out a few and you tell oh, me. okay. You tell me if you agree mm-hmm. or disagree on whether these folks are wilding with their bold predictions Let's to get it. you ready for week five. Okay. And you know what? If you're feeling a little spicy, if you're feeling a little bold, let us know what your bold predictions are for week five in the NFL on the te- truckwreck.com like text it. line, 877-881-1053. But we begin with the New York Jets, who are taking on Russell Wilson in the Denver Broncos. Oh, huh? the Nathaniel Hackett Bowl. Look. I like it. Do you want to call it that? You can call it that. Uh-huh. There are two separate predictions okay. from different places oh, okay. about a certain man playing incredibly well. The first one is from CBS. Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson throws multiple passing touchdowns in a game for a second week in a row and leads the Jets to a win over the Broncos. And from NFL, it is also stated that, you know what? Russ, uh, sorry, this is the other way. Or no, this is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson will hit a new career high by throwing three touchdown passes in this game. What's the common thread in those two predictions right there? Zach Wilson beating the brakes off the... Off the Broncos? That's one of them. What's the other one? The Broncos defense is horrendous. That's true. If the idea that Zach Wilson is going to set a career high and touchdown passes and lead the Jets to a win against Denver, that means they believe the Broncos defense is boo-boo. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, they kind of are. And it is. <laughs> like, it, it, it is. Uh, oh, boy. that That's a stretch. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, Justin Fields went off last week against Denver, although they lost. Um, and Zach Wilson, for all the fanfare Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift got last week, uh, Zach Wilson acquitted himself fairly well against the Chiefs. Uh, I like Yeah, man, 71.8 completion percentage, 245 yards, two touchdowns against the Chiefs. This is a this is a t- defense that I would argue is worse than the Chiefs. Like, he seems to be finding some level of rhythm within that. Maybe he's able to replicate that level of uh, that the level of play. I'll rock with the Mill Hunter this week. Go ahead, All Zach right. Wilson. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Nope, okay. All right. I like that bold prediction. Go ahead, Zach. Handle your business against Denver. That defense is so bad in Denver. The, the official standpoint of the get right is that Zach Wilson cooks this weekend. That's right. Shout out to him. However, if he doesn't cook, you can take that exclusively to Kevin Gray. Don't bring that to me. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> From the 6A2, they think Osa gets seven pressures and a sack Woo! against San Francisco. Their interior offensive line ranks second to last in pass block. It's not great. It's, it's not great. That's that's a good prediction, though. I like that one there. Look, uh, man, look, if, if you get my Nigerian brethren showing out, I've liked Osa for the last couple of years, in fact. He looks good, and it feels like he is blossoming into, like, really getting that credit as he is really he's knifing into the backfield mm-hmm. and getting getting a lot more pressures, a lot more uh, visibility, even more so now. He's one of the best in the NFL in the interior in terms of uh, pressure rate this year. So Osa's having a really, really good year for the Cowboys defensive line. All right. You want to get back to these mm-hmm. bold predictions here? All right. Let's go back to CBS Sports. Okay. See what they got here for week five. And this is going to be interesting because 
What is the team that has been so perplexing this year in the AFC North? Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's right. Yeah. Um, this is a this is something that pertains to the Cincinnati Bengals and their quarterback Joe Burrow. Okay. The prediction is Joe Burrow will complete at least three passes of fifteen plus air yards, including a touchdown. Uh who? I'm really. They're playing I'm, the Arizona Cardinals. They are, and Arizona's been fairly competitive, you know, for the first month of the year, save for, you know, last week and San Francisco destroyed him. I'm really concerned about Joe Burrow. I really am. He looks like a shell of himself right now. You got Jamar Chase out here complaining about, you know, getting the football, that kind of thing. Um, if there was a game that Cincinnati needed to be able to stress the field a little bit, uh, they need to do it against. I'll rock with Joe Burrow on this one. I'll, I'll, let's see. Let's see. Maybe he has that bounce back game that they desperately need from him. The tough thing about it is it's very clear that the, that calf is hurting him. Right? Yeah, that calf is a problem, and he hadn't been pushing the ball downfield. Now the lat, I think like the fourth quarter of the game last week, he started pushing the ball downfield a little bit, and I'm wondering is that something where they're going to come into the game and feel like they need to do that, or is the clear injury that's hampering him going to continue to hamper him? Three. 15-plus air yards and a touchdown? I'm like, is that a lot? Because, again, if he's not pushing the ball downfield, having that opportunity to do that, you know, I think that that's not too much to ask. I don't think so either, especially if they finally decide to get T. Higgins involved a little bit more uh, in that offense. I know Jamar Chase is the number one guy there, but this offense is really, really good when T. Higgins is also, you know, being able to be productive in this offense. So, okay. Right. I, I'll rock with Joe Burrow on this. I think one. I'll agree with that prediction as well okay. for week five in the NFL. Now, there's a prediction that comes in on the text line from the 940, but it's not about the NFL. It's about college football. Will oh. we allow this, KG? You are I'll the arbor in this. Okay. I'll allow it. He'll allow it. So we go to the 940 on the text line. Not NFL, but bold prediction. The University of Kentucky beats the University of Georgia tomorrow. First of all, do you believe that to be bold, and do you agree with it? Well, first of all, tell Will Chambers quit texting the show, uh, <laughs> number, number one. Uh, two, I, ooh, Kentucky's good. I don't think they're good enough to beat Georgia right now. I'm going to stick with Georgia. This, this is a hot Kentucky team, they and are. this is a Georgia team that feels a little bit more gettable than ever. We're talking that, about not this. than ever, than, than they yeah. have been in this little stretch of them being uh, the cream of the crop when mm-hmm. it comes to college football in the uh, in nation. And we talked about their suspect quarterback play a little bit there, but I, I still think Georgia's defense is going to carry the day for them. I like the pick 9-4-0. I do. Ooh, I like spicy the pick. In fact, I need, okay. I need to go back and see what the line is on this game because the line, I'm pretty sure, is in a place that would indicate that Vegas and the, 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 you know, the folks that set these lines have an inclination towards this type of thing. Uh, let me see. Never mind, I'm wrong. Georgia is uh, minus 14 and a half. <laughs> Forget whatever I was saying. Whatever I was saying before is stupid. But no, I, I, in my, yeah, it's definitely bold that Georgia beats them. Or that Kentucky beats them. Yeah, I'm going to take. I, look, I, I like Kentucky to cover. Oh, you like them to cover? Oh, boy. Run the football well. All right, now we're getting all the college football in. All right, cut, cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Is, we're talking about week five in the NFL. That's right. I love this, though. Yes, let's keep going with the other uh, NFL. Um, so I'm rocking with the quarterback so far, Zach Wilson. I'm rocking with Joe Burrow. Okay. I'm trying to bounce around because some of these don't feel all that uh, all that bold. I think I saw one from uh, 
NFL.com that pertain to the Cowboys, and somebody had a bold prediction on the state of what was going to happen. Oh, that's a good call. Oh, you know what? Here it is. Maurice Jones-Drew bringing yeah, you yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of spice. So let's get to that one. Uh-huh. And I'll, I'll read what he says verbatim. Okay. We're in for a treat Sunday night with the highly anticipated matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. There are so many scenarios that could shake out between these two talented teams. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to say this. The Dak Prescott-led Cowboys take it to Nick, the Nick Bosa-led Niners and rack up an astonishing 500 yards <laughs> and 30 of them things. <laughs> oh, wow. 30 points in a road win. He's calling for them to go for 500 yards of total offense and 30 points in this game? He's calling for them to put put it on them. Come on, MJD. He said he gonna, they going to put the paws on them. 500 offensive yards and 30 points in a win. It, look, man, MJD said, you want bold. I got bold for you. I mean, I guess this is bold prediction. Right here. Oh, boy. Bold. Oh, that's... Um, How are you feeling about it at KG? Uh, that, that's spicy. <laughs> nothing else, that's spicy. Uh, woo! The Cowboys haven't been able to score more than 20 points. Offensively? Offensively against this team when it's mattered most. In the postseason. And he's calling for them to go for 30? 30 of them oh, things. Okay, MJD. And five, like not just 30. And, yeah. And 500 points. Although he didn't necessarily say that the offense had to put up 30 points. I mean, the Cowboys, I guess, as a team, have been averaging nearly 32 points per game. But the problem is he did say they have to have 500 yards. That's where we're doing a lot. Like, he got them playing college football at this point. If the ca- Look, let me tell you something. If the Cowboys <laughs> go for 500 total yards of offense, offense in that game, something went horrendously wrong. And horribly wrong. Well, for the Niners. For the Niners. Someone that, great for that, the Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. Something went terribly wrong for San Francisco uh, on that day. That that's I can't get with MJD on that one. Yeah, that, that's a bridge too far. Yeah, that's a little too far for me. All right. Can you pair that one back a little bit to a place that makes you feel better? Is there What is the way that you pair that one back to a place? Is it 400? If the Cowboys can throw for between 250 to 260 yards... That goes has that line to go twenty five of thirty two, you know, two fifty, couple touchdowns, and the Cowboys run for one hundred and fifty yards. So that gives you what four hundred yards of total offense. I think that would be a really, really good day and put you in good position uh, to win that type of game. So you, if okay, let's just pretend then. Let's go back. Actually, let me back that up. Let me go 100, 125. So two fifty, hundred twenty five on the so ground. You only going three seventy five. Three seventy five. I'm holding you to the number four hundred thirty okay. points. As a team. Wow, that's a lot of points. 400, 400 yards. <laughs> you, you got me there. That's fair. I didn't state that's that a properly. Lot of points. 400 yards, 30 points. Are you more inclined to buy it? Or how, how likely are you to buy it at this point? I'm a little more inclined to buy that. I'm more so around 28 if we're going to go there. But I, are, I, you, are you ne- you're negotiating down I the, am, the table? That's, that's doing a lot. <laughs> that is doing a lot. MJD was doing quite a bit there. Oh, man. If I get 400 yards of total offense and 28 points, I like my chances if I'm the Cowboys to win that game on Sunday night against San Francisco. All right, let's 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 clean up a little bit some of the bold predictions here on the truckwreck.com text line from the 314 fellow Man United fan clearly. KG Reggie, man you will turn it around and win the trouble. You are on your own there, Is Bubba. Sal- Sir Alex Ferguson back or something? What what happened there? Actually, condolences out to Sir Alex know, Ferguson who I seems to lost, have lost his wife. Lost his wife. I that's did an, see that. That's really sad to yeah. see. Um, yeah, no, I, the man United ain't doing that. This, this no, is a team that in, in addition to being hurt, the tactics are not looking like, man, teams know how to beat them. 
every team comes up and they're like, oh, no, we, we know exactly how to beat what you're trying to do. Anyways, um, from the 214 bowl prediction, the Jags will beat the Bills and the Chiefs will lose to the Vikings. Whoa! How, how you dealing with that bold prediction parlay there? How's uh, that sound to you? That's spicy because you're you're depending on 214 on the most unserious team in this league to be Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't go there with you. Now, Jags, Bills, Josh Allen versus Josh Allen. I can maybe see that. And maybe the London Jaguars getting the upset against Buffalo across the pond on uh, on Sunday. I, I can maybe see that. But, yeah, picking Minnesota over Kansas City, nah, can't do that. But I guess that's why it's called a bold prediction. Bold. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. All right. That's some of the bold predictions that will get us ready for week five in the National Football League this weekend. I like that. That was fun. That's good stuff there. Uh, relax, 469. Talking about Liverpool's where y'all need to be. No, not really. Hell no. Nah. Liverpool ain't real. What do you mean get off the airs of that Man United garbage? I told you that they playing bad and the teams have them figured out. <laughs> they tried to tell you what exactly is going on with this you, team. You think I'm you think I'm like or maybe you just don't want to hear about soccer. <laughs> I didn't talk that much about it. It was like two minutes. You'll live. Coming up next here on the Get Right, Reggie KG here on 105 through the fan. David Hellman of Fox Sports joins us next on 105 through the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Get Right Revenge KG on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up here in just a moment, David Helmet of Fox Sports going to be joining us via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, Larry D. Flores holding it down for here. Really appreciate you joining us on this Friday night, a football Friday, as we get ready to send you into your massive weekend of sports in DFW, including the Texas Longhorns taking on the Oklahoma Sooners at the Cotton Bowl at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Huge day in sports uh, and really across this weekend. Of course, the Rangers taking on the Baltimore Orioles uh, tomorrow at uh, high noon. First pitch, Andrew Heaney going to be taking the mound for the good guys. Right now, though, we go to the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. You can find him on Twitter at David. Hellman underscore where his LSU Tigers gonna get the ass whooped by my Missouri Tigers at 11 a.m. tomorrow in Columbia, Missouri. He is David Hellman. David, what's going on? Uh, it's so cute how I haven't heard from a Mizzou fan in like 10 years. And you're what? welcome. Like, you're welcome. Y'all, y'all beat Kansas State, who's getting their ass kicked right now. And <laughs> like this is. 
This is supposed to be, you know, okay. I mean, y'all might win, but come on. What are we doing here? I mean, y'all, I'm not the team that gave up 711 yards to Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss en route to losing by giving yeah, up 55 on, you know, that, that what happened. Also, you're also not the team that's won three national titles this century. That, what's that got to do with tomorrow? What, what, what's that got to do with tomorrow? Nothing. It, Nothing. It just. I just, you know, I, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Turn your mic on. Turn your mic on. Your mic ain't on. Turn look, your, I was so excited. I was yelling. just yelling. Yeah, with no mic on. This is fun. Keep I, going. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. Like people, people are surprised to hear this, but like, I'd rather beat Ole Miss than Bama. I hate Ole Miss. <laughs> oh, least, really? I at least respect Alabama. I got no respect for Ole Miss, and so losing to them hurts more than any anything. What was so, what was going through your mind as you were watching Lane Kiffin's office just go up and down on LSU last week? What, what, what was going through your mind? It's more like what was going into my mouth, which was a lot of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I was I was coping. I was coping. I, I mean, I wasn't thinking anything that I could say on a public forum. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, LSU's defense is trash, but our offense is very very good. So. I like our odds of getting to 49 points tomorrow, and hopefully we just hold Mizzou to 48. <laughs> Luther Burton the third got something for y'all tomorrow. That's for sure. Just just know I mean, that. Jaden Daniels would be a Heisman contender if LSU could play a look at defense. <laughs> so forgive me if I'm not scared of, of Missouri. Uh, Missouri, watch, bro. Watch yourself, Helmet. Watch yourself. We'll see what happens tomorrow uh, in Columbia, Absolutely. Missouri. Um, appreciate you hanging out with us. That was a spicy way to open up. I appreciate you obliging me. <laughs> Uh, here on, it, on the it, get it's right. It's all love for the record. It's yes, all love. for sure. I, I love trash talk. For sure. Uh, a lot of trash. I have no trash talk for you. Clearly. Yeah, because your team right now is just yeah. looking, you know, sad and sorry right now in, uh, in Stillwater. Um, it's every time I buy into these jokers. They do this to me. Let you down, huh? Why? <laughs> Never try. Eat at Arby's. Uh, Cowboys fans have been. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> wow. Uh, Cowboys fans, Helmet, have been let down by this team the last two times they faced San Francisco in the playoffs. Why does that change? on Sunday night when the Cowboys visit San Francisco? I'm, we're just assuming that it will. Uh, I'm, I'm asking you for reasons. You're the expert here. You're, you're the expert. You got the reasons here for me. Um, I think if the Cowboys win this game, it's because they are equipped to make Brock Purdy uncomfortable in a way that basically no one else has been able to do. But I do think that's possible. And it's funny, we – We didn't get to see Brock Purdy struggle against Philadelphia because they hurt him one drive into the game. And I'm not trying to make light of anybody's injury. That sucked. But clearly Philly got to him, and they got to the guys that came in after that. And San Francisco's offensive line is worse now than it was last year. I think Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle last year for San Francisco, was probably the weak point of their offensive line anyway, and he's gone. Uh, I think the the entire right side of their line, I'm not trying to say they're trash or anything, but I think it's a weak point, and I think people gloss over it because of how great Trent Williams is and how great Kyle Shanahan is at scheming things. And I'm sure Kyle Shanahan's going to have a way to mitigate that. Um, but I think the Cowboys' pass rush can get to Brock Purdy, and I think they can – fluster him more than what he's probably used to to this point in his career. So uh, if if this game is going to change, I think that's going to be why. Because if you don't get a mistake out of him, 
I don't know that you do. I mean, I, I think the Cowboys offense will, will be fine. Um, and I certainly think Dak is set up to be more successful this year than he was in the playoffs, just by virtue of having better weapons around him. I mean, you got Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup looking Gallup looking much healthier than he did last year. You got Tony Pollard healthy. You got the whole offensive line back. But I mean, this just isn't a defense that I think you're going to score a boatload of points against. So if it's going to flip, I think it's because they make Brock Purdy uncomfortable. Easier said than done, but I do think they have the horses to do it. Now, Dave, obviously you mentioned how this pass rush for the Cowboys can absolutely get after Brock Purdy. Will they, I mean, Brock Purdy in pressure, will they have to worry about that? Do you do you feel confident in this Cowboys' ability to stop the run with the probable MVP candidate at this point, Christian McCaffrey? I mean, I think it probably depends on your definition of stopping the run. I don't think they're going to shut Christian McCaffrey down. I think he's too good of a player, and I think Kyle Shanahan's too good of a coach. I just, I don't think we're going <laughs> to... I would be shocked if we look back at this game and it's like, oh my God, Christian McCaffrey had 30 all-purpose yards. No way. Um, but I do think, I do think they can limit it enough. And what gives me confidence is, um, is that Brock Purdy. I know, you know, Brock Purdy's got a couple of rushing touchdowns this year. He had a, or a sneak last week against Arizona, but he's not Josh Dobbs. Uh, he's not the guy that creates this this extra element to your running game where you can build off of misdirection and get the Cowboys flying in the wrong direction. So I do think by virtue of the fact that I hate to call the Niners run game traditional because it's so creative and so hard to deal with, but it's, it's traditional in the sense that you need to worry about the running back and nothing else. Uh, So I think that is worth keeping in mind. My thing is, I mean, the Cowboys whole thing is aggression Again, flying to the ball, playing with your hair on fire, but you know whether it's with a screen pass or uh, a well-timed, you know, outlet pass. Like, I mean, we've seen Christian McCaffrey take so many third and longs for first downs this season already. I do worry about that burning them. So you got to be aggressive. I don't think you have a choice, but but a preferably a controlled type of aggression. David Hellman of Fox Sports joining us here on the Get Right with Reggie KG here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, David, who needs this game most from a Cowboys perspective with a win on Sunday? I mean, it's unfortunate that this is the, the climate that we live in, but it's got it's got to be Dak Prescott. I mean, Dak could, Dak could play great, and if they lose, he's still going to catch hell, and it'll still be the team that he can't get past, and it'll still be – $40 million quarterback that lost to Mr. Irrelevant. And especially, I mean, if he, if he doesn't have a great game, let's say he throws a pick or two or whatever. Um, I mean, Dak, Dak would have to play the best game of his career in a loss to avoid criticism. And even then he would still get it. So honestly, this early in the season with so much, so many games left to play. I mean, this, this is such a fun matchup. I'm not trying to diminish it. Um, this is as big of a regular season game as I can remember the Cowboys playing in a while. Um, but it's early enough in the year that I don't think this game really sinks anybody's reputation except Dak Prescott. Like this is just mm. the type of game that people, um, you know, he, he hasn't won enough of them in his career, certainly not in recent years. And this is already a team that he hasn't been able to get past in the playoffs. So, uh, if they lose, and especially if they lose and he doesn't play very well, yeah, I think he's going to catch a lot of hell. 
And I think a lot of people are going to write him off and say like, okay, I knew we didn't have to take this guy seriously. So yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a lot writing on it from a reputation perspective for him. Dave, I want you to know, as you can't see me right now, I'm just grimacing watching this college football game. Um, but that's not that's neither here nor there. Um, I just want you to know that because I know that you can commiserate. What's the, what's the what's the score right now? Well, it looked like Will Howard just ran the football in for a touchdown for Kansas State, and it looked like they were cutting the ball or cutting the lead to seven. However, they went for two with a with a um, what a reverse pass, and it was open, and the receiver just dropped the running back just dropped it in the end zone. So it's an eight point game right now with about nine minutes to go. And yeah, I, I mean that's that's plenty of time. Sure, yeah, but, I mean you're in the bargaining stage right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you see, you see a two point conversion play work, except it didn't. That's that's a very frustrating place to be. Um, all right, so let's continue on with this Cowboys Niners game as opposed to the unseriousness that is Friday night college football. Um, <laughs> if I tell you that the Cowboys offense produces 400 yards and the Cowboys in total score 30 points, can you see it? Oh, can I see? Um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yes, I can see it. I can see it because I do. I'm not again. I don't want to like disrespect the Niners. They deserve. They've earned so much respect. They have so many good players. But we have seen moments of weakness. Like this. This isn't the not like at least not yet. This Niners defense is not the godlike unit we saw last year. I mean, they, they haven't pressured the quarterback quite as well. They gave up a 99-yard touchdown drive to Arizona last week. I mean, it, they put Arizona away. I'm not trying to say, like, they didn't play well, but it was 21-16 to at one point in that game. Josh Dobbs did manage to string together a couple of really nice drives. Same thing happened in week two with the Rams. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I lean toward thinking – the Niners are still very good, but maybe mortal. And if Dak is completely on his game, I mean, he can't afford to make any mistakes. Um, if he's on his game and maybe, you know, if they find a way to get some explosive passes going, I don't – the Niners are really good at limiting those. But, yeah, actually, I take that back. Less on the explosive plays, but if Dak is able to do what he's been doing all season and just – master this quick game passing attack and take the Cowboys down the field every time he gets the ball. Yeah. 400 yards and 30 points feels like a lot against the Niners, mm-hmm. but sure. and I, I, I can, I can at least, I can see a path. Maybe you throw in a defensive touchdown or something. I can see a path. I would say it's unlikely. All right. So I just want to let you know where that came from. Maurice Jones drew in his capacity at NFL media predicted in a bold prediction, mind you, that the the Cowboys would rack up 500 yards and 30 points. Five? 500? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Hey, man. It's bold. If if they get 500 yards and win this game, then it's going to be wild. Like, people are going to be trying to plan a parade in Dallas. The TV (laughs) shows are going to be off the chain. Beside themselves, yes. I'm I'm gonna like force my way onto the speak set so I can talk to Shady if the Cowboys put up 500 yards. <laughs> now I want to see that. Points. You're like, no, 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 no. I need to be part of this. I need to be part of the show today. <laughs> uh, last one for me, David. Before we get you out of here, can the winner of this game on Sunday night claim that they are the best team in the National Football League through five weeks? 
Ooh. Oh, that's good. Um, I mean, the Niners definitely can. Like, if the Niners improve to five and zero, they get a they get a statement win on their resume. I just and unfortunately, I think it's different with the Cowboys. I mean, first of all, they still have a pretty puzzling loss on their on their schedule. And I know you can say that about a few teams. I mean, I know the Bills lost to the Jets, but. Mm-hmm. I just unfortunately think there's such a there's such a prove it factor for the Cowboys. I mean, it is what it is. Maybe it's not fair, but it's true. I mean, damn near everybody else in the league has been to multiple conference title games in the last 25, 26 years. And no, I mean, I I, I mean, I think you're going to get significant pushback saying that unless unless the Cowboys really do just beat their ass like 31 to 14, then maybe we could have that conversation. But I don't expect that to happen. And uh, I just think there's such a prove-it element with the Cowboys, whether it's fair or not, that I think you're going to get a lot of pushback on that. But eh, we'll see. I mean, I do a power rankings every week. I've got the Niners number one right now. If the Cowboys go up there and knock them off, it would definitely be very, very impressive. All right, Dave, one more thing before I let you go. We have entered spooky season. Best and worst, best and worst Halloween candy. Ooh, okay. Um... I've got controversial candy takes, to be honest with you. Oh. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I mean, my favorite candy bar in the world is Mounds. Oh, you're a weird human. What? I, you're a very odd I, human being. I love dark chocolate, and I love coconut. Uh, so, I mean, Mounds. But really, I'm not picky. I mean, as long as it's some kind of candy bar. Like, I like Snickers. I like Kit Kat. I like Milky Way. Okay. Some sort of, some sort of chocolate candy bar three musketeers is good all right i will say that the worst the worst Ooh, and if it can't be chocolate i love laffy taffy love laffy taffy not a bad call um as long as it's not that disgusting stuff that's in the black and orange wax paper (laughs) like you know what i'm talking about wait what is this (laughs) i think i know what you're talking about i'm telling you it's not even it's not even a brand it's like it's just this disgusting. Is it like, branches or something like that? Or Brock's or what? I don't even know what it is, but it's like, and only the worst people gave it out. Like when you <laughs> went to a house and they gave you this stuff, you were like, "We're not coming here next." Oh, it's like a hard stuff. candy. Yeah, it's like a hard, gooey candy. It just comes in plain black and orange wax paper, and it's like the most vile stuff. It's so gross. Yeah, that's so nasty. I don't think I'd ever seen that in, before in my life, which is fantastic. As far as branded like popular candy here is my other controversial take i hate skittles i think they're gross okay get off my phone line oh wow i that love is, you that get is, off my that's phone doing line right, a lot, now, right this moment wow that's doing they're, a lot man they're disgusting wow uh, that is controversial i hadn't heard that one before. disgusting wow kg just kg just know that you have earned yourself a text if lsu wins tomorrow i'm just telling you now i wouldn't expect anything less david i wouldn't expect anything <laughs> less you can find him on Twitter at David Hellman underscore host of the hit NFL on Fox podcast. Why do you hate Marshawn Lynch? <laughs> what? What did Marshawn what? Lynch ever do to you? What are you talking about? Oh, Skittles. Right, right, right. Oh, right. Hey, hey. <laughs> we're, you know, we're, we're all, we're the, the beauty of this country is we're allowed to agree to disagree, you know? And if Marshawn likes Skittles, that's fine. I just think they're gross. <laughs> he covers the Dallas Cowboys for Fox sports. Friend of the Get Right, David Hellman. Good enough to join us here. Appreciate the time as always, my man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Anytime.
There he goes. David Hellman of Fox Sports going to have to join us here. That man said he Skittles are nasty. What? That's a that's a hell of a controversial take there. I had not heard that one personally. Before. That might be the most beloved candy of all time. Yeah, that's, that's of all time. That's that's a lot. Uh, coming up next, we go inside the gray area where Travis Kelsey's mom was unimpressed. How? I'll tell you next. About to go inside the gray area where, of course, there is no gray area on the get right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, yep. Larry D. Flores holding it down for you here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The mood of my man Reg has been picking up over the last several minutes. because Is K- that what it sounds like? Yeah, because K-State's starting to get their act together. They're starting to get their act together, but I don't mm. believe in these jokers, though. <laughs> well, you just need to believe them long enough to get a win uh, in Stillwater, which they're trying no, to... I'll learn my lesson. <laughs> they get a win, I'll be like, that's cool, but also, you jokers are jokers out here right now. <laughs> uh, coming up at the top of the hour, I got your headlines on this Friday night here on the Get Right. Appreciate you joining us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Also want to thank David Hellman of Fox Sports for joining us last segment via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. Larry, let's go uh, inside the gray area where, of course, there is no gray area. Uh, we start, Larry, with Donna Kelsey. And if you don't know who that is, you've been living under a rock. Uh, Donna Kelsey is the mother of Jason and Travis Kelsey. Both, of course, are Super Bowl champions, two of the best to ever do it at their positions. Jason Kelsey, of course, the center of the Philadelphia Eagles, and Travis Kelsey, one of the best tight ends to have ever played the game, doing his thing in Kansas City. But, of course, it's all been about Travis these days. Cause, because he he shaved his beard and now he just got that law enforcement mustache? We'll get to that in a second. Oh, we will? Yeah, we will. Oh, okay. Um, but it's been more so about his very public alleged relationship uh, with Taylor Swift. And Donna Kelsey went on the Today Show and she was asked to detail what it's been like, Reg, to meet Taylor Swift. Take a well, listen it, to it, her answer. It's fun watching you on the box. We only could see you on the, at home on our TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the first time you'd met uh, Taylor? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's fairly new, so I I don't like to talk about it. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, obviously everybody saw me. I was in the, I was in the boxes with, with her and, um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, another thing that's amped up my life. Yeah. What was she like? What was it? I mean, you, so you got to know her a little bit, got to see with a couple games. How was it? It was okay. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, run that last part. Isolate that last part for me where she is asked, what was it like meeting Taylor Swift and her very, very unimpressed, uninspired answer from uh, from Donna Kelsey there? It was okay. <laughs> she said, uh, ain't nothing, nothing special here. Nah, you know what that was? It's that okay. was, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not giving y'all nothing. Y'all think y'all can pry me open. Okay, so that was kind of the prevailing thought from some There was two camps here. The first camp was, oh, she's trying to protect her son. That's right. She already told it. Yeah. Look, man, it's kind of young. I'm not trying to let y'all all up in here. Yeah, so not, Yeah, not trying to put everything out on front street like that. The other camp was, oh, she's not impressed at all by what Taylor Swift had to <laughs> offer uh, to her son, Travis Kelsey. Because like, I don't know why y'all so think she's so special. Yeah, because that was a real muted response. Oh, it was okay. Meh. 
I showed my wife that video. The first thing she was oh, like, "No, I can't imagine what your wife said." <laughs> she was like, "Oh, she was like, oh, meh." I was like, well, yeah, that's what it sounded like. Because, you know, my wife, you know, beehive. You know? Yeah, that's look, when you said that, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I, hope, <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's something that you can say on air. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Because she was like, she doesn't get necessarily the appeal. The appeal to tell. That's, but tell us what thing in her lane. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And for a lot of a lot, hundreds of millions of individuals, uh, Taylor Swift is a part of that. Particular mm-hmm. lane. But I just found it very funny that Donna Kelsey was like, y'all not going to get anything out of me on this. Which is, I think, a, a very admirable thing for a, for a mom to do to protect her baby boy and a road dog. Like, I, look, yeah, Donna yeah. Kelsey looked like she if you, if you need if you need some cover, yes, she got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was her. Uh, she said, "I'm not talking." Nope. <laughs> and just meeting her, meh. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Travis Kelsey, you remember uh, recently Aaron Rodgers? I believe this was last week. Was on. Uh, the Pat McAfee show. Oh yeah, and he referred to Travis Kelsey as um, Mr. Pfizer. Yes, his his attempt at humor, which some people got mad at that I said I didn't find it funny. Um, I guess if you found it funny, more power to you. Well, Travis Kelsey uh, responded today. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, with the stash right now, I look like a guy named Mr. Pfizer. Um, <laughs> who knew? Who knew? I'd get into the vax wars with Aaron Rodgers, man. It's, <laughs> Mr. Pfizer versus uh, the Johnson & Johnson family over there, man. I don't, I don't think we asked you that. Since you're in the commercial, can you kind of just say why, why you wanted to do that? I mean, I've always been, you know, once I got the vaccine, I, and I, did, I got it because of, uh, you know, keeping myself safe, keeping my family safe, uh, the people in this building. Um, so, yeah, I stand by it 1,000%. And uh, fully comfortable with him calling me Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> Are you, how do you feel about uh, Travis's response there in kind to uh, Mr. Rogers? What that mustache got to do with Mr. Pfizer? I, like, I didn't fully get where he was going there. He was like, come on, man. The whole, you know, Paul Blart, you know, mustache got going on here. Yeah, no, I get the mu- I see yeah, the mustache. Yeah, yeah. How does that relate to Mr. Pfizer? He said he looks like a guy. Because this is the thing. If he's trying to say that that made him look like somebody that would have a top hat on. <laughs> no, it doesn't, brother. <laughs> It does not. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was just really random when Aaron Rodgers decided to invoke the whole thing. Like, really out of the blue. It was just like, what? why, Mr. Rodgers? Why? I mean, I I think we could take a guess. I mean, yes, we can. One of them, is, one of them is the very obvious. The very obvious. He's been in Pfizer commercials. So yes, I has. guess uh, just a word association type thing. And then on <laughs> top of that, you know, Aaron Rodgers has his, has his uh, opinions and thoughts. Yes. On vaccinations, Reg and KG, Mr. Radio Guy over here. Yeah, I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't. How's Excuse that? Excuse me. Is that fun? That's that's basically no, the, right. the live thought process. No, oh, right. we got Mr. Radio over here. Like, All right, is that Mr. Is that- Mr. Bucket Hat over here? Oh wow, yeah. Okay, I see what you're doing there. He, he's at me. It, wow, he's at my ass. <laughs> I am wearing a bucket hat. You're you right. He got me. I am wearing a bucket hat. That's right. And it's that's- true. Uh, shout out to Travis Kelsey. They take on the uh, Minnesota Vikings this weekend. The most unserious team in all of the national football. <laughs> Somebody said Kelsey's looking like a young Andy Reid now. No, he's not. Because I don't know. Have you watched? We've we've talked a lot about them. We've seen the footage a lot. The what is it? The pass punt kick. Um, the competition that they do for the, yeah, yeah. they used to do for kids. Yeah. Have you seen Andy Reid in it when he was in it? <laughs> yes, I have. That yes. was a big boy. Yeah, I, I affectionately refer to Travis Kelsey as Paul Blart these days because then mm, okay. that's what the mustache is giving me. Okay. It's giving me mall cop vibe. Mall cop. Does it not give me a mall cop vibe? No? He just look like regular cop vibe.
Oh, just regular cop. For sure. Like, he looked like he'd go through academy. Like, you, got, you got him in the mall. That's a little disrespectful. Well, you, see, you see the guns and everything. <laughs> that's that's where you took it. Imagine seeing the dude work for the, like, just like the the the, the security. Uh-huh. Where he all he got is a radio, but he got the big, big, big old guns. <laughs> hey, dog, you, you're not applying yourself. Wow. I need you to go actually. That's the route that you would take? Tell me if you didn't see, if you saw a mall security. Yoked up like that, but he he was just doing security. I feel like you need to go do something with that, or bro. maybe he's trying to earn a little extra money on the side to support his hustle. What's the hustle? Uh, who knows? Small security is your side. Maybe he's trying to be a bodybuilder. Okay. He need All a little right. extra money, to, you know, to pay for you know okay. the, right. the the things he needs to use uh, to you know support his his dream. I don't know. I feel like you're really judging the uh, the cop right now. The, the 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 mall cop. Yeah, the mall cop. Who may be out here, you know, with the guns, you know, trying to get the get their hustle on. All right. If you say so. I just feel like if you yoked up like that. You should be doing something different. Yeah. Policing the forever 21. Not police. I don't know. <laughs> making sure that the people. Why, of, why you had to come for the forever 21? I'm making sure that the people in line for Cadoba are keeping their oh, act wow. together. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I feel like there's I feel like there's higher things that you could do. That's real considerate of you. That's good. Uh, the headline goes like this, gentlemen. Couple sets incredible world record, Larry, by placing bets at 93 different casinos in 24 hours. Wait, say what? One, one, one more time. One more time. Run that back for me, please. Uh, couple sets an incredible world record by placing bets at 93 casinos in 24 hours. In person? A couple in Las Vegas celebrated their 21st wedding anniversary by setting a new world record oh, yeah, Vegas, for the most casinos visited and gambled at in 24 hours. Did they did they like break up? Well, not break up. You know what I mean. Like, did they did they split up? Like, hey, you take you take these ones. I'll take these ones. We'll meet back up. Like, uh, well, their game of choice was slots because that enabled them to breeze through the yeah through them the quickest. Yeah, you're not gonna sit down and play like a whole game of hold'em or something. Yeah, let's move it move it along. Uh, John and Christina Mahaffey completed their new unofficial world record. At the Circa Las Vegas on Thursday when they placed their 93rd casino bet in under 24 hours. The previous Guinness World Record for the, quote, most casinos gambled at in 24 hours was set in 2017 uh, when a couple placed uh, bets at 74 casinos in 24 hours. So this couple so shattered. Yeah, I was like, you got to 90. I shattered like the record. You did more than you needed to. Uh, the Circa Las Vegas uh, shared a video of the couple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody in the YouTube. So we got our friend Blake, who uh, seems to be a little bit aligned with Aaron Rodgers and his thought process. And then somebody decided to change their name to Pfizer Bro in there. Why, why are y'all like this? Why are you all like this? They really wanted to participate. All right, I guess. I appreciate you rocking with the show. Um, the Circa Las Vegas shared a video of the couple as the 24 hours uh, time expired and their new unofficial world record became a reality. The couple who now lives in Las Vegas... Um, spoke to KTNV prior to attempting their casino world record uh, with them telling the local news outlet, quote, uh, we went well. We've gone more than to more than 74 casinos in Vegas. We can do this. thus sparking the impetus for their record setting achievement, which they were able to do. All right. For, for, for those listeners. Oh, we don't even have that much time, but I will just ask this and let it be. For those listeners that are currently under the sound of my voice, if you like gambling, 
does doing that kind of gambling sound fun where you just got to like, you know, stick and move? Like, does that sound fun? Because I, I imagine, and I'm not somebody who's like real big into gambling. All right, I hit that slot. Now I got to go to the next one. Doesn't feel like it's fun to me. Does that sound fun to you? Yeah, no, no. Because losing that amount of money in a 24-hour period would really make me upset. Well, you, you sure they lost? I mean, it doesn't say that they won. I guess that's fair. They would let us know. <laughs> that was not a part of the story. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but that's your trip inside the gray area where, of course, there is no gray area. Coming up next, we got your headlines on this Friday night. And hopefully Reg is not having a meltdown by the time we get there. Next on the Get Right. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.